Hello and welcome to another episode of Empty the Playbook. Playbook. Why would you ruin my intro like that? Um, my name is Dan Williams. We're back for another episode. It's getting interesting, boys and girls. Lots of things have happened in the NFL this week, including over the past couple of days. So we're excited to get stuck into them, get involved, get talking. But before we do all that, we have to check in with the boys and we're coming first to the man who loves to interrupt me at really inconvenient times Mr Edward Shapland. Shaps how's it going mate how's your week been how you doing how's life what's the goss dada dada how are your fantasy teams coping with the Covid outbreak etc etc yeah (laughs) is that it cool Uh... I um yeah I I had a bit of a disappointing fantasy week uh regular week probably similarly so disappointing but in the fantasy aspect obviously I got I just had my players are dropping left and right like I know everyone's are but last week I was particularly troubled I lost it was interesting though because me I was I was dead middle of the table with almost no playoff implications but I completely shifted the playoff picture I lost to last place who then made it a triple score for last place which then meant that somebody didn't qualify for the playoffs because they they would have won the tiebreaker on the last place but because it went to triple last place they didn't lose the freeway tiebreak <laughs> so, when it gets all like complicated like that does my head in because i'm like i can't it, figure it out so i'm like it's like every like it was like me the person who beat me as well it had no implications for him the person like he still didn't make the playoffs me losing had no application to me. I kept in the exact same seed. All it meant is the guy in the guy in second, the guy in joint last who would have gone in, then didn't, and the guy who was in joint last before, joint second last even before that would have um that wouldn't have got in then went in. <laughs> yeah, you quite love it, man. Thornsy, the other gentleman that we need to say hello to, Mr. Edward Thorns. How how's life with you? How's your fantasy going? That's basically what I'm getting at is I want to know how everyone's fantasy is going now that we've started on that topic. Um, I'm I'm good first and foremost. Thanks for asking. That's okay. Fantasy is pretty. It's like good in one league and then terrible in the other. So yeah, but it's so weird fantasy because you look at your team and think, wow, I have so many good players, but then just keep losing. Yeah, fan- fantasy is just weird. Uh, like I always forget, like. When you draft a team and you look at it and you just think, oh, yeah, that's class. That's going to be amazing. And like, and then they just don't pan out. And guys like, you know, Coop, Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel and stuff start being yeah. sick. And it's so we frustrating. About, we were chatting about this, if you remember, the first league, when we like one of the first episodes of the season, we were talking yeah. about our fantasy draft and we were saying Debo Samuel was undrafted and could be a good pickup. And I remember going, nah, I'd rather keep Trey Sermon. <laughs> Love. I remember messaging you mid draft being like, oh, you could get Samuel, he could be a decent pickup. And I was like, nah. Yeah, Sam, no, Sam, Sam ran up too many options. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> on the Man. bright side, my Jalen Waddle pick, I held on to him all season. He was doing average. He had a dodgy start to the season, was then doing average. 
And I, I was like, no, he will be the focal point of Miami. And then Miami came good and he came good. Then he had a bye week and now he's got COVID. And now all three of my teams have lost the main receiver from the last few weeks. <laughs> well, you say that. The main rece- receiver over the past few weeks has been George Kittle. George Kittle is unstoppable. Oh, last he few single-handedly weeks. won me a week. I went into it. I was like projected to lose by like 20 points. Then he put up like 35 and won me it. Like yeah. we both hit like dead on our projections except for Kittle who just smashed it. Like, do you know how like the start of the season, we've we've moved on boys and girls from like <laughs> the, the how are you section straight into like actual football talk. But um, I don't know about you lot, but obviously at the start of the season, we discussed like, and when we were talking about fantasy, we were like, oh, you know, there's three obvious tight ends to take here and it's, Kittle, Kelsey, or Waller. And if you haven't got one of them, like, you know, best of luck picking up about five points a game. And then Kittle didn't start the season hot. He got injured again. And it was all a bit like, uh. But like, oh my God, is he back the last two weeks? How dare we? How dare we doubt him? The one who started to be disappointing, to be honest, is Waller. Yeah. The the Raiders just need a bit of a redo button, I think. I think they need to off season and a, a bit of a restart. But anyway, we've got off topic, but one thing that, actually, no, I, I was going to bring up one thing that was a bit of news that's happened over the past few days, gentlemen, but I think it might come up in a section towards the end of the program. Yeah, it actually will. And you know what? It's This week includes our first double bum of the week. Oh, okay. I'm going to leave that quiet then. I'm excited about that. Um, but okay, well, we'll wait for that till the end of the program. But um, I keep calling it program, podcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're now back to your reg- regular scheduled programming. Um, but one like bit of news that I will discuss very quickly, as we've all alluded to, uh, the whole of the NFL's got COVID, it seems. Uh, so many players being placed on the reserve COVID list. Um, and it'd be interesting to see now which teams kind of do play well on the weekend. Mate, it's and- not the NFL, it's the whole world. Yeah, that's true. Like it's all sports being affected in it. You think like Premier League games are being called off and seeing like NBA, NHL games being called off over the past few days. Uh, just in time for Christmas, everybody. Filling you with that Christmas spirit. Uh, and one more thing, actually coming back around because nobody asked how I am, but whatever. Uh, went to see Spider-Man No Way Home last night. And that's all I'm saying. Just, just saying. I, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyway, let's talk some football after we just spent 10 minutes talking some football. Uh, <laughs> cool. Right. Uh, through the regular season, we split our show into two halves, a reg- uh, review and a preview section. Now, the preview section, which you'll see later on in the podcast, is the same every week. It does not change. We just kind of go through the games in chronological order and discuss who we think is going to win. Uh, but the review section changes most weeks. My, we may revise some kind of... What's the word I want? Some kind of ways that we've done it in the past, but um, a lot of them are quite uh, original to us, to this programme. Uh, but we go back to something that I think is uh, something that we've touched on before this week in our review section. And we're going to look at our predicted kind of seedings with four weeks left to go. Uh, of games for the AFC and NFC playoffs and we're even going to go as far to give you our playoff bracket heading into game week 15 
oh my goodness, where is the season gone? Yikes. But yeah, so I was thinking this. I was I was genuinely thinking the other day, I was like, oh, like the Browns are like second or third, but there's still plenty of the season left. And I was like, nope, there are no, four games. Literally four. Like Matt, like so much is gonna get decided. And the AFC, especially the NFC, maybe those last the t- like two wildcard slots. But the AFC is honestly any of those seven teams that are currently in there could miss out. Like any of them. Absolutely mad. It's so weird. I love it. It's annoying that all three of us are like AFC fans. So it doesn't help us from like a bias standpoint. But as a neutral, oh my goodness, the AFC is exciting. You never know who's going to win and who's going to lose and whatnot. But anyway, cool. So that's how this section is going to work. Uh, we're going to go through them very quickly. We're trying to get a lot better at getting through our sections quite quickly <laughs> now that we're experienced podcasters. And uh, I'm going to kick us off this week with my seedings and then my playoff bracket. Okay, so firstly, my seedings. And I'm going to start off with the dreaded AFC. And I'm going to go in reverse order, starting off with the seventh seed. In the seventh seed for the AFC, I have got the LA Chargers. In the sixth seed, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. In the fifth seed, I've got the Indianapolis Colts. And the fourth seed, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. In the third seed, I've got the Tennessee Titans. In the second seed, I've got the New England Patriots. And in the first seed, they're back, ladies and gentlemen, getting our AFC bye is the Kansas City Chiefs. In the NFC, I'll come back and come back around and tell you what that means for the playoffs in the AFC. Um, But in the NFC, the playoff seedings that I've got in reverse order, starting off with uh, the seventh seed, I've gone for the Wuffed, the Washington football team. I think they're having a bit of a resurgence and they're playing some really nice football right now. Wuffed, wuffed, wuffed. So I think they're going to sneak into the playoffs and I hope they do because I really like the organisation. I like Ron Rivera, his stories, like he's gone through a lot. But um, I really hope they do well. In the sixth seed, I've got the 49ers, even though I called them pretenders literally two weeks ago. Um, I think the 49ers have just started playing some good enough football to sneak into the playoffs. Uh, In the fifth seed, controversial, boys and girls. In the fifth seed, I've got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, In the fourth seed, I've got the LA Rams. That's why I just think with D-Hop going down for the cards is... They're going to lose a couple of games here and there. Uh, fourth seed, I've got the Rams, like I said. In the third seed, I've got the boys. I just think the Cowboys are going to nick a couple more games than the Rams. Um, well, I think the Cowboys are going to win out, to be perfectly honest with you. They have the potential to do that. Uh, in the second seed, I've got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, and in the first seed, I've got the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so what this means for the playoffs is I'll go back through the AFC, and then I'll do the NFC. So this means that in the first round of the playoffs, the wildcard round, uh, the Chiefs have got a bye. Uh, That would mean that the second seed Patriots would go on to play the seven seed Chargers. The, I'll I'll say who I think will win each game. I think Justin Herbert's going to nick that one. I feel like he's had two really, really bad games against the Bill Belichick defense. And I think this is his kind of, Everyone's been kind of saying throughout the season that it's been his coming-of-age story, but like he's come good and he's on a tear and been playing amazing. But I think this is where he kind of proves that, yeah, I'm I'm here to stay. So Chargers beat the Pats. Uh, the Titans versus the Bengals. I think the Titans kind of fall apart and 
they're lucky they're in a rubbish division other than the Colts and they're just going to sneak into the playoffs because no one else is good in that division other than the Colts. Um, and the Colts and the Titans are just going to be too banged up and I think the Bengals are going to take that one. Uh, I got the Ravens versus the Colts then and this is one of my favourite games of the wildcard weekend and I think the Colts are going to win this one. I really do. Both teams kind of stuttering a bit more now, losing a bit of form, but I think the Colts will nick that one. So I've actually got all the wildcard teams winning in the AFC on wildcard weekend. That means going into the AFC divisional round, Ooh. the Kansas City Chiefs, I know, claim. The Kansas City Chiefs are at home against the LA Chargers and a bit of normality comes back here. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Chargers. Uh, redemption for their loss earlier in the season at Arrowhead, or not, it's Jiha Stadium now, isn't it? Um, and then I've got the Colts at home, which is ridiculous, um, versus the Bengals. And the Colts are going to win that one, meaning the AFC championship game will be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Colts. And the Chiefs have just found form at the right time. Both, well, I say both sides of the ball. The defense arguably more than the offense. The offense is still stuttering a bit, but I think they'll figure it out. And the Chiefs head into the Super Bowl. In the NFC, from my seedings, that means the Buccaneers, sorry, the Packers are on the bye. The two seed Buccaneers will be at home against the Wuft in a Taylor Heineke rematch from when he played really well in the playoffs last year. Uh, the Bucks win that because they're the Bucks and they've got Tom Brady. Uh, the third seed Cowboys play the 49ers at, uh, at Dallas and Dallas wins that one. And I've got the LA Rams playing the cards and the Rams are going to win that one because the cards just will stutter now. I think at some point they'll just lose. They won't be as efficient. Um, so in the I ironic kind of twist of how the AFC was all wildcard winning, I've got all the division winners winning in the first round of the NFC playoffs. Uh, heading into the divisional round, the Green Bay Packers play the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers win this. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play the Rams in what could be an unbelievable game. Um, and I think Tom Brady gets the best of McVay again. The Buccaneers win that, meaning the NFC Championship game is a rematch, but it's in Lambeau. Oh, it was in Lambeau last time. It's back in Lambeau. But Aaron Rodgers gets over the line this time, beats Tom Brady which means the Super Bowl this year is the one that I kind of wanted last year. Um, I say kind of wanted once we got to like the ASC Championship Games. Sorry, sorry to the fan. Um, and it's the repeat of Super Bowl one. It's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. However, the Green Bay Packers are going to come out on top and Aaron Rodgers rides off into the sunset and leaves in the summer with a Super Bowl ring and says, haha, I don't need you. Good luck with your franchise. See you later. I feel like the Packers at that point would be like, haha, thanks for the Super Bowl. Now you can leave. Yeah, well, either way. I think they'll both be happy with the Super Bowl ring and go their separate ways, you know what I mean? All right. Would either of you gentlemen like to step up to the plate and, well, just get it wrong because mine were, mine were spot on. How about you, Thorns? You got your playoff rankings? Or predicted rankings? I'm excited to hear how wrong you are. I can't actually remember what your order was, so we might be the same. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. It's hard, isn't it, when we're just reeling them up and don't have it kind of in front of us. But yeah, anyway, go ahead. So, AFC number seven, I have the Titans. And then I watch out. So, I was like, 
Six is the Browns. Five is the Chargers. Four Colts. Three Bengals. Two Patriots and one Chiefs. Uh, You've got the Ravens dropping out the playoffs completely. Fuck. No. Ravens instead of Titans in seven. Three AFC. Three AFC North teams. Yeah. That's making the edit as well. I'm keeping it. <laughs> um, NFC Vikings at seven. Niners six. Rams five. Cowboys four, Bucks three, Cardinals two, Packers one. Would you would you like me to stay holding it up so you can make some decision? <laughs> um, I've got it written down literally right next to it, right, my screen. I don't know why I took so long. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I saw the Ravens were in the playoffs and then I switched put them up for the Bengals, but I forgot to put them back at the end when I redid it. So I put Titans instead. But yeah, no, I'd say Ravens at seven. Cool. Right. Is it my go now? Or does well, Thornsy want to do his playoffs? I was going to say, Thornsy, do you play up? Okay. Um, I'll say Ravens beat Patriots. Oh, I must have made a note of this one. I shouldn't forget where we're going. Ravens beat Patriots. So they're out. Ben. There's nothing like live TV, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ravens beat Patriots. The Brown, Benton, Bengals. Browns beat the Bengals. Chargers beat the Colts. That's nice and easy. Ravens beat the Chiefs. Ooh. Chargers beat the Browns. Ravens beat the Chargers. So you've got the Ravens as the Super Bowl. Team. Why are you saying that with a smile on your face? Because you left them out of your original playoffs and you're now calling them the Super Bowl. They snuck in as the seventh seed. Well, it's because Lamar's injured at the moment, so I feel like they're going to drop down. But then, because, ah, uh, well, it was an accident. Yeah. You got to get a Super Bowl out of me. Yeah. Lead that. He's beaten the Chiefs. He's, I feel like. I can't really remember who the quarterbacks were that I had in there, but he's the most, he seems like a very well-tested quarterback in big games, and he's played well in them this season. And if he's healthy, he's unstoppable. That's still my view. Fair enough. Um, NFC, Cards beat the Vikings. 49ers beat the Bucks. Why the hell not? <laughs> Rams beat the Cowboys. Uh, Packers beat the Niners. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. 
Arnold trade arrives. We really should have made playoff brackets. This is much harder. For, we've made life very hard on ourselves. <laughs> well, I did my homework. Um, I can't decide. Uh, Cardinals beat the Rams. Packers beat Cardinals. Packers are in the Super Bowl. And the winner being? Lamar Jackson. Ooh! Nah! You talk, you're talking about the man who only shows up every third, like two out of three games. You expected him to win enough playoff games. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun, Thornsy. Thank you for your playoff bracket and your playoff seasons. I enjoyed them. They were interesting. Uh, Shaps, you're on the clock. I'll start with my NFC because it's the most boring. It's very similar to the current picture. I've got I've got Wooft at seven, 49ers at six, mm-hmm. Rams at five, Cowboys at four, Cards at three, Packers at two, mm-hmm. and the Bucks at one. So the only contentious really option there is the Bucks nudging out the Packers. Do you not think that the COVID outbreak is gonna like decimate the football team for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, 100%. But we're living in a world where that doesn't matter. Luckily, luckily, Scary Terry's been too concussed to get COVID as it stands. Touch wood. So... <laughs> You've got to say it in an American that. accent, haven't you? Scary Terry. <laughs> and moving on to the AFC. <laughs> Sneaking in on the seven seed, I have the Ravens. The six, the Bills. The five, the Chiefs, the four, the Browns, the three, the Titans, the two, the Chargers, and the number one, your New England Patriots. Don't say your. How dare you? (laughs) I knew that would not say your. Now, the playoff, the playoff pitches where it's where I start getting a bit funky. So I'll start with I'll start with the. uh, with the NFC, because I've got picked a Super Bowl team here that I think not many people, other people will have got. So I start off, I've got Packers beat the Wooft, mm-hmm. uh, 49ers beat the Cardinals, and mm-hmm. the Rams beat the Cowboys. Yeah, I think that's fair. So that then puts us as the Bucks playing. Does it just keep going so you play the lowest seed? Yeah, Bucks are playing the Niners and the Packs are playing the Rams. Yeah, this is what I mean. So I've got the Niners beating the Bucks. Oh. And I've got the cowboy. Uh, I've got the um, the Rams beating the Packers. Yikes! And then I've got the 49ers beating the Packers. 49ers are your be... NFC representation in. Wait, oh, hold on. The 40. Do you, you mean the 49ers playing the Rams? Yeah. Sorry. Is, what? Yeah. So the, the, no, oh, the, the 49ers, 49ers beat the Packers in the divisional, and then you had the Rams beating the. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the 49ers beat the yeah the Forty Niners beat the Rams. Basically, Forty Niners make the playoff, makes the final. Jeez, man! And then in the AFC, I've got Chargers beat the Ravens, Bills beat the Titans, and the Browns beat the Chiefs. Whoa, easy. And then we've got uh, Pat's Bills. Pat. I've got the Bills in that. Whoa. And then that leaves us with Chargers, uh, Chargers Browns. I've got the Browns in that. Yeah, of course you have. Which leaves us with... Browns, which leaves us with a Browns at home with the Bills. AFC. And obviously the Browns are going to win that. 
So I've got a Browns 49ers Super Bowl. And who's winning the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, God. The San Francisco 49ers are my team. Every You'd be surprised. Like, teams who start the season slow and win the Super Bowl is not an uncommon thing. And they, I've got, I, I'm telling you, this Super Bowl has got 49ers written all over it. Super 49ers beat the Browns in the Super Bowl. That is my prediction. The Super Bowl, the Vince Lombardi trophy has got the 49ers written all over it because of Joe Montana and not because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Mate, Jimmy G is OP. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, overrated, I'm saying, not OP. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, bit contentious. I will admit my AFC might be slightly unrealistic and there might be a slight bias creeping in. But <laughs> we've got... We've got... What? Just a little bit. I was going to say, a small bias, he says. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns are the best team in the AFC. And I don't think there's much of a point discussing it. Even incredibly banged up. Exactly. This is the thing. Like, we are the dog pound. We are the underdogs. Cool. And yeah, 49ers-wise, <laughs> like, we've got 49ers-wise, I genuinely think that, like, it's something, you know, when you just get that feeling, this is a 49ers year. They're getting hot at just the right time. They're clicking, they're firing on all cylinders, like... <laughs> what about their cylinders firing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, that is our review section done. Some interesting brackets there. I'm excited to see if any of those come to fruition because there's some naughty picks. I'm sure we'll revisit this kind of formula when the actual uh, playoff positions lock into place. But for now, let's move on to our preview section. Like I said at the top of the show, uh, or earlier on the show, uh, the preview section stays the same every week. We work through the game's chronological order, kind of giving you who we think is going to win each game. Thank you. And... Oh, this is my... You really throw me off now. Uh, who we think is going to win each game and a little bit of... Um... Reasons why we think they'll win the game. My goodness. What is with you tonight? Interrupting anything? Like... Oh! That's a horrible I'm living, in your, that. I'm living in your head rent-free, chief. Uh, doesn't cost a lot if you did pay rent, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> take from that what you will. Uh, cool, right. Oh, 66 to 1. Oh. First TD scorer... Travis Kelsey, second TD scorer, Austin Eckler. 66 to 1. Yeah. Oh, that's a bargain. Man. I'll bond two quid on that. Sweet. Right. And with that being said, we kick off with the Thursday night football game. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs at the LA Chargers. Chiefs for me. They're two in form. Defense is playing too well, and Herb struggles when the defense is playing well. If they can turn him over, he struggles pretty much all game. So, yeah. Thorns, who you got in this one? I, I want to say Chargers, but I just, yeah, I agree. I think the Chiefs are going to get it. Yep. Shaps? Chargers. Cool. Herbert, Herbert is unstoppable, and I need the points in fantasy. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's that slight bias coming back through again. Uh, cool. We head on to Saturday games this week, uh, starting off with a 6.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff with the Las Vegas Raiders 
taking on the Cleveland. I think I've done that wrong time-wise. 6.30. Yeah, I have 3.30. No, 4.30. Got there in the end. 4.30 Eastern. I should just do GMT. I don't know why I do. 9.30 p.m. GMT on Saturday evening. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Let's go straight to the home team. Chaps, who you got? It's Cleveland, baby. Cool. Road team. Thorns, who you got? Raiders. Ooh. Okay, I'll be the voice of reason. Oh, it's just a biased opinion. Uh, it's it's going to be a tie. <laughs> uh, I think the Browns are coming off a pretty hot win last week. I think the Browns will take this one. Sorry, Thorns. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, I think the Browns are playing a bit better. Um, oh, actually, the Browns have been riddled with COVID, haven't they? No. Bacon that. No. Yeah, there's loads of them. Okay, no. Raiders. <laughs> Raiders! Case right. Keenum's the best in the game. Uh, cool. Raiders win this one then. How dare I even question it. Um, then the late game on Saturday, we've got... Oh, this is a good game. The Patriots at the Colts. Thornsey, we'll go to you first. Who you got, Patriots or Colts? I'm going to say Colts. Cool. I'm going to say the Colts as well. I I just have a weird feeling. Chaps? Nah, Patriots. Yeah, you're probably right there. Cool. Uh, we head on to the Sunday night game. Mac Daddy Jones. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we head to the regular scheduled programming, starting off with the early games on Sunday. Dallas at the New York Giants. The Cowboys, obviously. Chaps? Cowboys. Yeah. Thorns? Daniel Jones will always and forever be. Yeah, he's not playing at the minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't talk about it. Like yeah. yeah. Swallow those words back in. Apologise. <laughs> Apolog- Apologise on air, please. Mike Glennon will always be the biggest <laughs> puff in football, like I said. Um, Cowboys. Yeah, cool. Fair Remember enough. when the Bears paid Mike Glennon like 15 mil a year one season before they brought in Trubisky? Yeah. Um, yeah, that is mad. Um, also, we need to talk about something, Shaps, that I think you thought you might have got away with. Uh, you owe me 20 Scottish pounds. <laughs> no. Yeah. Me and, me and Shaps had a bet at the start of the year uh, about the, the, Tennessee, the, the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I said the Titans will beat the Jags twice, and Shaps said the Jags would beat the Titans twice. Um, and obviously the fairness, Titans went twice. In and in fairness, the most recent game, it was a 20-0 shutout. <laughs> in fairness, I predicted that, um, that Derek Henry would get injured. Cool, that's not going to win you 20 quid. <laughs> that's all right, then. <laughs> yeah, oh, null and void right there. <laughs> they beat him without Derek Henry. So, <laughs> yeah, 20 Scottish pounds. I to get every prediction. Yeah, touche. Anyway, 20 Scottish pounds, please. Anyway, that segues quite nicely into our next one. The Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Important for draft capital. I don't like either of them. <laughs> can we say no? Can we say nil nil thriller? You can say tie. Yeah, we could say tie. Do you know what? I'm going to make a prediction in this game. Oh, Scorigami. Oh, that's fine. We had Scorigami on the weekend, didn't we? Dog? Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Didn't the we, Chiefs, the didn't we Thorns? 
Did we? We did. Yeah, yeah the Chiefs was... beating the Raiders was Scorigami, wasn't it? Yeah, 48-9. First time that's ever happened. I forgot how bad the Chiefs were. For some reason, Hunter Renfro is still banged for my fantasy team, so it's all good. Like 30 points. Like... Yeah, I know. Haha, <laughs> suckers. You got 30 <laughs> points despite the, the Raiders literally sucking ass. Yeah, well, he got like 15 catches, didn't he? Something mad. 13. Anyway, something like that. Anyway, uh, Houston Was versus... Was a fumble for a scoop and score on the first drive? Yeah. Tyron well, he... Matthew, I think. <laughs> Sucker. Anyway, um... Wait, wait, wait till Miles Garrett's hunting. Oh, God. Uh, right. Texans at Jags. Does someone want to stick their neck out and say... Well, I'm going to say Texans, Jags. I'm, I'm going to say Jags because of reasons that we'll talk about during our final section of the show. Um... We know what happened to the Ra- we know what happened to the Raiders when that happened to them. So I think the Jags, Jags might nick this one. Let's move on from this game because I don't like it. It has bad it has bad like around it. Um, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. All right, at- don't kick off. <laughs> That's excellent. I really like that. That's really funny, and I can't explain why because it's coming up at the end. But I really like it. Um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the Tennessee Titans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, this could be a fun one. Chaps, who you got? Titans, Steelers, a dog. Nah, um, I, I do have the Titans, but not for that reason. I actually quite like a couple of the Pete, like, like the Titans, despite not having Derrick Henry, I didn't think were awful last week. Like, there's a, there's a few pieces on that team that I think can work. Like, I mean, they've got Julio Jones. Like, I know he's old but he'd still be Julio. And I like the running back. I can't remember his name. I've got him in fantasy team, but I like the backup running back they have that's playing now. Hilliard, yeah. No, Hilliard's not starting. It's, oh, um, it's um, Jonte Foreman, isn't it? Yeah, Foreman, that's it. He used to play for the Texans. Yeah, he. I was. I kept... Very similar to Devontae Freeman in name. Like. <laughs> I picked him up on a whim in fantasy, so I was keeping an eye on his performance last week. And honestly, I thought he looked, he looked all right. Is is. His yards per carry wasn't the best, but like he looked, he looked okay. Like I don't, I wouldn't blame him on that. Like realistically, you're playing the Titans. You normally stack in the box. Like even without Derrick Henry, they're a very one-dimensional offense. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Uh, could the Browns fan? Yeah, <laughs> touche. Yeah, big played all right on the weekend. Um, Thorns, you got in this one. Titans at Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, I've got the Steelers too. I think this one, this one's got quite important playoff implications because the Steelers can still get in, and the Titans are going to get pegged. I think the Titans are in no matter what. Playoff if all wise. AFC North teams win this weekend, like what do we do? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's you'll weird. Have, you'll have a whole plus five hundred division, and like three teams will be over. Will be like a couple games over. It's the first time in a very long time we haven't had teams on by as well. Um, that's why we're sneaking in Saturday night games, isn't it? But um, there you go. Cool. So, yeah, Pittsburgh to win that for me. Uh, right. We head uh, for the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. I'll go first here. I apologise to the Dolphins fans earlier on the season because they're on a five-game winning streak and they're about to win another. They're going to go seven and seven uh, because the Jets are bad. Even though Zach Wilson played a bit better on the weekend, uh, the Jets aren't great, and the Dolphins are uh, looking a lot better. What we expected to see them from them from the start of the season. So I'm going Dolphins. Shaps. 
I'm going Dolphins. Because, yeah, I've slept on them. One thing, though, I know I've mentioned it a few times, but that offence revolves around Jalen Waddle. Oh, Jalen yeah, Waddle is point. not playing. So, I'm picking the Dolphins, but I genuinely think it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. You look at it on paper, you're like, oh, the Dolphins, they're, they're in form, like, they're looking good. But, like, their offence is based a lot around Jalen Waddle. And that's what I said at the start of the season. It just took a little bit of a while for it to start working properly and then to actually like properly feed him the ball like this is like the scheme supposed to but now they're going to go like that's what has been the difference they've been feeding him the ball they've been getting him those touches they now can't feed him the ball yeah um the, wouldn't be able to taste it. the dolphins tend to make these games quite close as well so you raise a good point uh thornsey who you got in this one jets at dolphins dolphins Cool. Uh, next game is the Wooft, the Washington football team at the Philadelphia Eagles, coming straight back from the way I came. Thornsy, who you got in this one? Eagles. Eagles. COVID. COVID. Wooft upset. Who's got COVID from this lot? I can't keep track of it. Uh, the football team have like 16 players, 18 players. 12 and six starters or something all on the COVID list. Oh, yeah, but they're gonna be they're gonna be playing scary Terry as every position. He's gonna be playing corner, safety, receiver, running back, kicker, punter, quarterback, and he's gonna be bowling and then he'll get concussed again. But yeah, that his the hit that he got concussed on on the weekend was mad. He just like went bang into the floor. Anyway. He was suicide throat though. Like they he literally threw like a hope ball into double coverage. He literally caught it as well. Like, it would have been one of the players of the season, I reckon, if he'd caught it. But then he flopped and landed on his head because he was he caught it, like, streaming in midair while getting hit. And then he fell headfirst on the floor. Yeah, not ideal at all. Um, cool. Well, who did you say you had in this one, chaps? The Wuffed? I had a Wuffed upset. I genuinely think, like, yeah, I just think the Wuffed could genuinely do it. Cool. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Um, great. We head to our next game, which is the... Uh, my phone going all funny. The Arizona Cardinals at the Detroit Lions. Let's not waste time on this, boys. Let's just fly through it. Uh, I've got the cards, chaps. I think a win for Arizona's on the cards. Really, very nice there. Uh, Who are they playing? The Detroit Lions. Uh, Cardinals. Yeah, the Carolina Panthers at the Buffalo Bills. No longer winless Detroit Lions. I know. We I just want to say I called that as well, but there you go. Uh, I did think that. We were sat there laughing at you when you predicted it. Yep. Just want to say that I did call it the Vikings. Uh, and then the Vikings beat the Steelers. Yeah, the Vikings played well as well. Um, that's just what the Vikings seem to do this season, up and down. Um, and I just had a feeling. Was that this week or last week? That was Thursday Night Football last week. They beat in 36-28. Right. The next game is the Carolina Panthers at the Buffalo Bills. Surely the Buffalo Bills got to shake this slump at some point. They looked very good in the second half against, well, actually the fourth quarter against the Bucks uh, on the weekend just gone. It took them to overtime and everything. Uh, Shaps, who you got in this one? Panthers at Bills. Bills. I, th I genuinely think I want to see some more PJ Walker, though. I don't know. Uh, Thorns? Who are they playing? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God, God, man. Sorry. Jeez. The Panthers at the Bills. Bills. <laughs> Ugh. 
all that delay for uh, <laughs> for one word. All right, Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Um, no, I'm still quite high on Josh Allen. I think because I haven't been watching recently, so I'm still kind of picturing oh, yeah. him as, as he was mid-season. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just think they're too talented as well. Yeah, and the Panthers are on too much of a slump. Uh, and Cam's, I mean, Cam getting benched on the weekend and uh, what's his face coming in and then Newton coming back in. It's all just a bit of a palaver at the minute. I think they've lost track of uh, what's going on. So, uh, yeah, Buffalo to win here. Uh, then we head to the late games on Sunday. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Denver Broncos. The Bengals for me. Thornsey? Bengals. Yeah. Tell me who's going to cover Jamar Chase. Patrick Satan. Patrick Satan has been unbelievable this last few weeks. That's that's my fear. I'm going to go Denver for that exact reason. Uh, they have the options. Like T. Higgins. T Higgins balled on the weekend. And Joe Mixon's been there, like, you know, arguably their star player. Do you think Joe Mixon is like the most underrated running back in the NFL? He's got to be, surely. Yeah, but he's also an awful person. We said this the other week. I raised that point and you guys said you don't think he is anymore because he's done a lot of work for charity and like rehabbing himself and whatnot. Um, I've always hated Joe Mixon. I couldn't see it, so I don't know. I might have made that up. Oh. (laughs) I think think it's true. It's just not got much coverage. Either way, if we ignore that, like the NFL does to those sorts of things, um, sorry, Rog. Um, <laughs> do we think Mixon's the most underrated running back in the NFL? He's Potentially, yeah. I think he's the most underrated. I'm saying Considering it. Considering the Bengals' O line is pretty shocking as well. But then there's other guys that could have much better numbers if they're given the ball more, like Javante Williams, as an example. Yeah, but that's a one-year player. Like he's in his first season. You know what I mean? To be fair, like I know, I know he's always heavily rated, but you do have to look at yards per carry, and the person who normally leads that in the NFL most years is Nick Chubb. Yeah, but Nick Chubb is fairly rated, I would say. I think everyone thinks of Nick Chubb in that top kind of five. But if you named the top five running backs in the NFL, people would go Derek Henry, probably now Jonathan Taylor. They'd probably go CMC, even though he's injured all the time, Alvin Kamara, and then maybe Nick Chubb. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe then I want to go with, as the most underrated running back in football, Ed Shapland. <laughs> Weirdly, I almost knew that that was going to come out of your mouth. Uh, and as we've heard his name, who does that person think is going to win, the Bengals or the Broncos? I already said this. I said the Oh, Broncos. you did say, yeah, yeah. You said Satan's going to block thing. Cool. Well, we'll move on then, and we'll I'll still stay with you. The Atlanta Falcons at the San Francisco 49ers. Who you got? I just told you the 49ers are winning the Super Bowl, and they they continue their march there now because the Saints go marching in. Cool. Um, <laughs> what have you got in this one? That would have worked a lot better if they were called the Saints. <laughs> it's, it's not like there's a team actually called the Saints as well. <laughs> Uh, Thorns, who you got winning this one? Falcons at 49ers. 49ers as well. Yeah, so have I. Cool. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. I'll go first here. The Rams, obviously. Thorns. I'm going to say Seahawks. <gasps> Holy. What? What? 
Under what reason? Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins are on the COVID list. Just, it's one of them games. Like, right, oh, fair enough. No. Are you that calling think, it a trap game? I think it is a bit. I think when you're in the NFC West and you have all these tough games all the time, I think it's easy to look at the Seahawks and be like, oh, okay, okay. this is like a week off. Did they play the Cardinals last week? Have I made that up? The Seahawks? The Rams. Oh, the Rams? The Rams beat the Cards on Monday Night Football. Yeah, so they're kind of coming off a huge win against a team that isn't playing very well this season and who isn't, you know, who has enough star power to win a big game. So, you know, why not? Oh, fair, fair. Yeah, the Seattle Seahawks just won a big game against the Houston Texans. That's, that's, that'll make the Indian Pirates could beat the Houston Texans. Raw. Davis Mills, you know. Raw. Uh, Raw. Aaron White, you know. Raw. Anyway, the Green Bay Packers uh, travelled to play the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Who we got winning this one, Ed Chaplin? I'm going Green Bay because Green Bay, I think, are going to lose a couple games near the end of the season and then they're going to lose form just before the playoffs. But I think they start losing games next week. I wonder who they're playing next week. The Browns. Browns. Packers as well. Uh, Thornsey will come to you next. Who do you think is going to win? Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the <gasps> Packers in this one as well. Cool. Um, no one's taken a yeah. No one's taken a bet on um, triple to... Lamar. I was I was tempted by it, but I just can't. Uh, cool. Sunday night football. We head to Tampa, where the New Orleans Saints go marching in. Play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mate, I told you exactly what's coming in this game. The Saints go marching home. Marching. Sad after they get pummeled. <laughs> it's the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, do we even need to say anything after that, Thorns? I think you summed it up quite nicely. Nat caught three three way save for the Bucks. Um, cool. And the last game of this week, week 15 of the NFL season 2021, uh, is the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears. Stuff it. Why not? I like the Bears and I want Fields to do well. They won't win. <laughs> I'm just completely contradicting myself. But I'm going to go with the Bears. Stuff it. Why not? Thorns, who you got in this one? Vikings. Yeah, that's probably the more sensible choice. Chaps? I'm going Bears as well. Yay! Just, just, just because we, we, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, the Vikings going to Viking. <laughs> like, if there's a team to lose to the Bears right now, it's the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, cool. Right. That is it. We've done the review section our show, uh, and our preview section. There's only one thing left to do, and I feel like this is going to be huge. We're making history this week. So it is time for... Bum of the week. Oh, they're such bums. <laughs> That's right. Hey, we're all. Thornsey's getting involved as well. That's right. This week breaks two records, two ne things never seen before on Bum of the Week. <laughs> Firstly, the record number one, 
goes to the only man to win Bum of the Week twice. And that is, of course, Urban Myers. He really uh, kicked off the season poorly with the video that came out. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you. I'm telling you the second one after. No, you said Urban Myers. Plural. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what yeah. Shaz is like with names. I thought, he, I thought he had an identical twin. <laughs> that's the one he's doing all. That's the one he's doing all the bad stuff. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> obviously Urban Myers has gone the way. He's done it again. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Meyer has gone the way of um oh, of yeah. John Gruden. He's gone down to Saxonville, or more like Sacktville. <laughs> um, yeah, it, reports came out this week as well that he he was trying to show his kicker how to kick by kicking his kicker. So he's just he's just. He's just had a bit of a mare non-stop, basically. But on a whole, he's just not a good person. And I'm glad to see the back of him from the NFL. We all know he's a college coach and that's all he'll ever be. And hopefully no one trusts him near college kids again as well. So you'll get the Oklahoma yeah. job now. No. <laughs> uh, and then breaking record number two to be the own to be the second player to win. Uh, to be the second player in a single week to win Bum of the Week, because technically this is an elongated week because we didn't record last week. Ooh. It's a player who I loved when he came into the NFL, but then he got the personality of a Steelers wide receiver. <laughs> he caught the Antonio Brown disease. He caught the Juju Smith-Schuster, the TikTok Corvette Corvette, I am, of course, talking about Mapletron himself, Chase Claypool. A man, when when you're when you're in a hurry up offense, speeding down the pitch, what do you do? You've just got a first down, Fawnsy. Quick, what do you do? You get the ball to the official as soon as you can and line up. Okay, Dan, what do you do? Uh, what Thornsy said, um, in the same words. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So we've got everyone here, low-level American football players. Well, high-level in a low-level league, I guess. How dare you? <laughs> uh, technically, the highest peak-performing athletes in the UK have, have all confirmed <laughs> what we would do. And that is, we would give the ball to the ref, hurry the hell back to the huddle. What Mapletron, the man himself, the man from Canada... The man who plays with Corvette, Corvette, decided to do was to shush his haters. He's seen Ronaldo. He's seen Ronaldo jump, scream and sue. And he was like, you know what? I want a bit of that. I want to be, I want to be cheering. Everyone's going to be screaming my name, telling me how much they love me. So what does he do? He starts celebrating, celebrating like mad, celebrating like mad. His teammate tries to get the ball. Nah, get rid, shoves him. Yeah, look how cool I am. Boom. And what happens? They run out of time. And then after the match, he blames his teammate for trying to take the ball as to why it took him so long to get the ball back, which then led to Big Ben, I think, in an interview saying, I'm not I'm not paid to deal with, like, to babysit kids or something. So basically, Steelers wide receivers, gunner wide receiver, Chase Claypool is a clown, Urban Myers is a clown, and you know what? They're all bums. 
What a fantastic edition of Bum of the Week. Making history, as always, chaps. Um, I don't know why. I've always really wanted to call him Clace Chapel. Um, like, I don't know. It just it works for me. Um, Chase Claypool's a cool name, and he feels like a douche. Chapel sounds a bit more like a douchey name. Um, cool. Right. That was the end of another episode of Empty the Playbook. Thank you for sticking with us and sitting through. Uh, let us know what you think of our playoff uh, seedings and brackets. We're nearly there. Oh, good luck if, as well if you're heading into your fantasy uh, fantasy playoffs because I'm in a lot of consolation ones. <laughs> so uh, that's good. Uh, so best of luck to you too as well, everyone. Um, but yeah, right. Thanks, Mr. Thorns. Hope you have a lovely week and I'll catch you very, very soon. Thank you. See you next week. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh. Well, it's, it's miss weeks. Plus, it's Christmas next week. Oh my God, it is. Let's do it on Christmas Day for the fans. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know a few family members that will not be impressed. Uh, have a good week, chaps. Nice to mate. Catch you very, very soon. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You're not going to say goodbye to Fords. I said goodbye to Thorns. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I must have blacked out. Uh, it felt that way. You were a bit off. Uh, confused. Off in, the, off in the distance. Not off. I didn't mean... Right. <laughs> this show's ended very well. Uh, right. Peace. <laughs> Much love, everyone. Have a good week. Enjoy week 15, and we'll catch you very, very soon. Much love. Peace. Peace.